I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because uh, Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I am your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Saturday, ready to do some feedback in the afternoon. Find us everywhere you find podcasts, and we will be there. Um, <laughs> the uh, official weapon of the show is... The potent chair. An unofficial sport. <laughs> bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Um, and today is a feedback show, which means we're going to talk about the things that you wanted to talk about with us. So your comments on our website, your votes in the poll, your five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. your comments on Spotify, your voicemails, all of that stuff is stuff we're going to get into with you today. And we want to thank y'all and let y'all know we appreciate y'all doing this. A lot of podcasts are out there making shows in the void. Nobody's letting them know that, hey, we're out here, we're listening, we enjoy what you're saying, Mm -hmm. but you guys never let us down. Mm -mm. And we appreciate that and we want y'all to know that. Uh, I guess let's go ahead and get started. Um, We should start with our faves, okay? The people who take the time out to give us money they go to the website they look on the right hand side of the black guy who tips.com and they're like how can i donate to this show how can i put something on it mm-hmm. and they just give us money they don't ask for nothing in return but you know what we give them a shout out may i have your attention you are now listening to charlotte's own rod and karen we welcome the good folks who tie to the black guy who tips right new day new pay ken m thank you very much for your recurring donation Derek lw lawrence c zach from the living corporate podcast tanisha g dot street j preston aka team dro uh from the slang of ages podcast celeste vb mariano uh adam s tyrone m call jason f uh, Dorothea S and Tom W Jr. Okay, thank you very much. Junior. Tom the W the Birdman Jr. Thank you very much for the money, and, and, and we, that's why we give you the shout out. Play us out, uh, choir. Gotta get Karen off the floor, y'all. She got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Speaking in tongues. <laughs> All right, let me stop it before it get too too spiritual up in here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did get one new five star review on Apple Podcasts. It's from T Smoke. T E A Smoke. Okay. They come to us for the tea, and they know we want the smoke. So okay. I feel like this is the perfect compliment for our show. So, because you know how we get down, okay? Do you want the smoke, bruv? Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, keep it up. Five stars and five stars only for my fave racists who don't ever do any fact checking. Keep on giving us misinformation like only you two can. Seriously, you both know how much I love y'all and enjoy listening. Thank you both for providing laughter, awesome interviews, and just really great podcasting consistency. Thank you, T-Smoke. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> for a second, I was like, oh, God, no, they back. 
<laughs> the hater is back. They oh. tricked the algorithm. I'm not like these people that wake up every day trying to stun on my haters. I don't want to no. do nothing for them. Mm-mm. So uh, I'm nah. about them. Appreciate you. Um, all right, let's go to our website, and this is where we're going to talk about the comments on our on the podcast website, YouTube and spotify mm-hmm. so this is this is where it gets long okay i'll probably throw some music in here to break this up at some point so yes sir get some extra commercials in episode 2778 pickup lines we had four comments it was a feedback show first comment is from apia as is the second one the black kid from my son's class still exists but we had school off for the summer, and that put our relationship, saying hi in the morning, on hold. So I was, again, at zero black friends because I found it would be too creepy to call him or to meet up or something. Well, that's the thing, though, Apia, okay? You shouldn't be back to zero just because y'all don't speak every day. So do you speak to all your friends every day? Are they still your friends? Yeah, don't cross them off the list. So you can't you can't be deducting points. Yeah, the, the for num- the black friends. The numbers don't go down. Okay, just when you see them at school, y'all still y'all still, still friends. friends. Mm-hmm. About bad people who are good looking, it's not only white people. Oh, we know that. Think about black Republicans. Well, that's a bad example. They look terrible. Their problem isn't their looks. I'm not giving examples. You know, uh, yeah, they they problem is their looks. Candace Owens edges look like be fried. Uh, the the like like they got set on fire. Um, the haircuts on some of these brothers, it's like they went to the... the Told you the super cuts. Yeah. The, the, the sports like, clips. Like it's, it's like they let a, 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 a DJ who was like using a turntable but with, but with a razor cut their hair. So right. it's, it, it is the looks for... The, like you can tell. You can look at them and tell for the most part. But I, I agree with you though. Like Doja Cat is a person that people think looks very attractive and she's like a whole ass white supremacist, you know. Just uh, that, uh, I, I'm always, I just always am wary of the like. We have to start saying people are ugly. That's all. That's you know. It's just this is a little pet peeve of mine. It's not a huge deal. Mm-mm. It's not like if I'm in a conversation with somebody, I'm gonna stop and be like, "No, you might think they ugly. That's fine." But I just know that motherfuckers have like a certain privilege they move through the world with, and part of that is how they look to other people. And how people feel about them. And it allows them to be in spaces that they wouldn't let other people in. And if we're going to believe the opposite, which is that people of certain body types are denied certain opportunities and seen as less attractive, then I think we should acknowledge when these motherfuckers are benefiting from that shit and they're a whole piece of shit. Uh, at least as a physician, Mrs. Miss A, an ad specialist, uh, my daughter was black. Um, like I liked her a lot, and we had always good conversations. We always had good conversations. Now we had a new appointment, and there's another doctor who told us, Miss A moved to Hamburg, and I will be taking over. Great. The world doesn't want me to have any real-life relationships with black people. I'm starting to think. Oh. Well, uh that that i'm sorry that happened to you mm-hmm. okay because changing doctors is something else listen when a doctor that's not what i'm talking about I mean, we're talking about her keeping black friends can we? we're not talking about doctors come oh. on calm down jesus <laughs> i'm uh, sorry i'm getting too serious i'm, I'm sorry, sorry that you're losing your black people in your life and that's that's always bad okay i've seen the movies and the documentaries about it and the things black people can do for white people's lives uh it's a lot if you ever seen that documentary bag of vance okay come on the green mile we be helping y'all out so i don't you lost a lot (laughs) i understand (laughs) who knows what magical powers those negroes had 
Uh, Sean says, samples from a scientific perspective. A, novelty reaction. From a neuropsychological perspective, the midbrain DA centers light up to novelty-producing dopamine reward hormone and non-adrenaline, which heightens arousal. By receiving a gift and the fact that it is your first bite at, in the time, the brain at that time, the brain will find it more rewarding and more delicious because it's a novel experience. The first bite of something will have a similar effect, but I won't, it won't be as intense because it's not associated with a novel interaction. B, the gift effect. An offshoot of the novelty reaction is the gift effect. The gift effect refers to the marketing understanding uh, that we value gifts more than items purchased. In that situation, the interpersonal component is lacking, but the associated novelty reaction is still there. C, the heat effect. From a molecular gastronomy perspective, heat increases the volatility of tasting molecules, making them interact more rapidly. By optimizing the sample temperature, the flavor profile can also be optimized. The food that's behind the counter may be suboptimal. In addition, if it is there too long, the mallard reaction, caramelization, uh, may be overdone, leading to bitterness. Or it simply may evaporate too much water, increasing viscosity and making the flavor too thick and heavy. D, unethical practices, adding extra sauces or unavailable sauce combinations or crack to the samples may make them more enticing. Without physical samples, this is the best I can do. Also, apologies for the late response. I'm overburdened at work and hadn't had the time to respond. Well, I forgive you, Sean. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Full says, easiest pickup line that bagged me was a woman asking if my... Oh, and for those that don't know what that's about, that's when I asked why did the samples in the mall taste, taste better be- than the food. Yes. And I'm going to open up a restaurant called All Samples. Ah! Uh, Jay Full says, easiest pickup line that bagged me was a woman asking if my neck tattoo hurt. Hmm. I, I can see that. I mean, I really think the pickup line thing boils down to I see you and I'm interested in you. Yeah. And Something. you try not to cross too far off the beaten path into anything creepy, but right. it's, you know, people like that shit, uh, you know, and people know what they do when they're doing that shit. Oh, I love your tattoos. And it makes you feel like, oh, they're interested in me. I, I'm going to return the warm feeling to this person. They might not even know what the fuck your tattoo is they might not like it at all but they just it's just a way of manipulating people i watch karen do this all the time to people i'm about to say you know that's my jam i i I would never get a tattoo in my goddamn life but i'm like oh i like your tattoo yeah but she it's just here's a thing that'll keep us talking and give us Mm -hmm. something to say to each other rather than just you know let this transaction be a transaction at the grocery store Mm -hmm. um and then you know and then we just move on with our lives (laughs) um let's see any comments on youtube for this episode which was pickup lines uh it seems we got one comment but it's hidden so i can't see it i don't know maybe it got deleted maybe somebody was like fuck you blacks i hate (laughs) y'all i'll check real quick to see if uh there's um you know if there's any hidden comments because sometimes it'll hit hide comments but it does a good job of hiding the ones i wouldn't want to see that's a good thing uh let's see is there anything on here oh there's uh oh we got mentioned in um the by miss kev on stage on youtube for the marriage be hard episode that we did that people love it's already got like four thousand views it's only been up three days i mean they famous famous over there so you know i don't know that might be below the average for them but it's it's high to us okay our youtube is getting 100 
Um, but we love talking to her. Um, we did. It was so much fun. It was so great to like virtually meet Melissa mm-hmm. and um, Kev couldn't be there because he was just doing some uh, like work stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it it was it was it, we had a great time. We did. And, People love when we tell our love story because we do this podcast and we don't do relationship advice and Mm -hmm. we don't talk about, you know, being married every single day and we don't Mm -hmm. like turn out, turn our marriage into a lot of the content we do. So a lot of times I think people almost not that they forget we're married, but it's just kind of like, you know we don't talk about it we don't have it's not relevant to everything we talk about so right that's a, and yeah. that's why i can understand how people can listen to this episode for a while and think we're just podcast partners and not actually you know what i'm saying not actually Man, married i'm, I'm looking at this thing something. they got 24 comments on this Ooh. yeah uh I'll, I'll 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 remember to read them after after we do our stuff but okay uh yeah but whatever this comment was it like it got i can't see it so I don't know what what the fuck happened there. Uh, back to, <laughs> back to uh, the poll though. Are you good at remembering other people's birthdays? Yes or no? Mm-mm. I put them in my phone. Seventy five percent. I would count that as as remembering, but seventy five percent say no. Twenty five percent say yes. And on Spotify, it's closer, a lot closer. Forty one percent yes, fifty nine percent no. Okay, you consider that remembering, but when a lot of people say remember, they were like, you just naturally remember. Maybe like, that trips some people I, up, but to I me... prompt things to remind me. To me, if you put a reminder in your phone, then you all it counts to the person is that you remembered it. No one goes, oh, you put a reminder in your phone? You go, oh, yeah, you remember my birthday. Thank okay, you. Okay, cool. Okay, I can see that, yes. Uh, the Q&A was thank you for all the B-Day wishes. Uh, Magnificent Bree says happy birthday. Raphael says, to be honest, without Zuckerberg's Facebook, I wouldn't remember 95% of people's birthdays. That's one reason why I keep my account. Yeah, I had, you know, I had the birthday thing on my Google calendar for a second. And because of Google Circles, y'all, you remember Google Circles? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's so old. But because of Google Circles and the friends I had friended on there, it adds a birthday calendar to your Google calendar and, like, I but I don't know know these people, but I mm-hmm. quote unquote know them via Google, mm-hmm. and I every day it'd be like eight so, nine birthdays. I'm like I don't it, know these yes, fools. It did, yeah, because yeah, because we shared that calendar, and I was like, who is who who is yeah. these people? They just I'm like I don't I, anyway. Good. And then we turn that off. Uh, I turned it off. Yeah, okay. I took it off. You mm-hmm. can uncheck it. it. It still exists, but I just uncheck it. But I found a new calendar. I added the Hornets games to my calendar. Oh, let's go, bitch! Yeah. So, uh, Keenan says Trump, Ivanka, Tim Cook, and a bunch of other CEOs were in a meeting at the White House, and Trump called that man Tim Apple to his face. Yes, that's where it came from. Um, Jane says, "You're welcome, Rod. I hope your birthday went well. It did go well. Thank you to everybody for your warm mm-hmm. wishes. Thank you. Uh, let's move to the next one. The next episode is 2779. Don't put it in writing. Um, we got six comments." The first is from Ramsey D. Jenkins. Congratulations. You beat Apia. Okay, it's no small feat. I, I clear. <laughs> um, Ramsey says, five stars for the episode of Dracars for the fearless fun. I agree with Karen. Whites don't understand racism because it never happened to them. Also, a Dracars to Mona Scott Young and the black women who continue to throw stones and hide their hands when they don't address racism and sexism within their love and hip franchises. Hip hop franchises. Yeah, and that's like, I don't I, I get it. You I I try to be mindful of this with everybody, black people especially like mm-hmm. 
I don't want to denigrate a black person for not being perfect or whatever. Right. I just think it's hella interesting when the vitriol of Erica Mena is so strong, but we just deny the role that everyone is playing in it, including the people that make the shows, right. including the people that produce the shows, including the people that right. edit the shows, it's, including the people that broadcast it shows, crossed a lot of and people including the people that watch the shows. Before it, before you seen it, like I could, if 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 there was like a, if there was like a a, a random controversy generator, uh, a woman being colorist and racist. It, on that show, it, it, that's a high probability just because of look at all the elements that go into that show and what they need to do to keep y'all watching, you know? And like I said, this isn't even me trying to, like, get on my moral high ground. Like, I don't watch this shit. I watch some trash-ass reality TV. I don't even... Do. Like, it's just, to me, y'all shit not trashy enough. It don't, it don't do nothing for me, okay? I can't even get my dick hard to this shit. I need... <laughs> some fucking i need some real life fucked up consequences so um you know like in my dream scenario you have erica mena do that shit and then someone like hit her upside the head with a bottle that's a great show now now i'm I'm tuned in for next week what's happening for them that be too much so so i get it but i just think it's it's like i don't know i just feel like people are kind of hypocritical and in denial about their role in the shit because like i just want to watch this and get you a little bit offended no that's not what's gonna that's not how this product's gonna work it's like watching football sometimes a motherfucker's gonna hit somebody helmet to helmet and it's a dirty hit but we're tuning in next week yes and part of the reason we watch is because we think hey anything could happen somebody could get their head knocked off Mm -hmm. somebody could die on the field that's why we watch and people don't be honest about that shit no they do not we be mad at the person like why you hit them so hard Mm -hmm. yeah that's the problem right uh apia says i have xenophobia happen to me in the past when we came to germany it wasn't great not racism because of my parents but still it wasn't good there are some hurtful examples hidden in my soul like a kid in school asking me for what we came to germany and didn't stay in our country and our mother of another kid telling a mother of another kid telling me you are from poland but i'm not forbidding my child to play with you even though i could or someone telling me, I can't give you this summer job. You sound like a refugee asylum, and that's bad for business. Goddamn. It made me more empathic, uh, empath- uh, yeah, empathic for others, and I ho- or I hope so at least. Yeah, man. I always wonder, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm too old. I'm not old enough, I mean, to to have experience, been in, in America when this was happening, uh, or at least in the South, it's always just been black people uh, are the worst, and then everybody else kind of like, uh sides against us but man what the fuck was up with white people when they was like nah you irish dog you you ain't white with like us you ain't like white white yes like that's some real particular ass racism how would you even know like i can't even tell people apart i'm, I'm assuming accent when that you know i know it's yeah. just but it's just wild to, to be like to look at somebody and be like nah man you are way different than me and it, that's only, when it boils down to different it basically took black people moving into those areas of the states mm-hmm. for them to be like okay 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 irish is fine you're, you're black you're white now you're with us okay, yes jewish is fine you're yeah. with us italian too. you with us you with us you with us you with us like it was fine when that shit was happening down south so freedom wait a minute oh y'all didn't tell us they was gonna come up here we didn't care about them we didn't care because they wouldn't at our front door right uh him deal says hey y'all 
Just wanted to chime in on Cardi B's comments about her music. I can dig it. And it makes me like her even more. So full disclosure, I do not seek out Cardi's music and I only truly know of it in the public zeitgeist. So when I hear her voice, but what I do hear, I enjoy her playfulness, swag and sex appeal. Also, I can say that seeing her in the public eye after all these years, I absolutely respect her hustle slash celebrity, but more so how genuine and real she is, or at least portrays herself as a person. She says that shit that I can almost always affirm for myself and I can appreciate that she seems to embrace the experience of people that are different from her own. She doesn't shit on people for not relating to her or having her, their own lived experiences. She don't fuck with nobody that don't fuck with her. And what is a fly, what is fly as hell is she still seems to be in touch with albeit removed from her lifestyle before a celebrity and she keeps the same energy across the board so while i'm a person who has never bought a cardi song or played put any of her songs in my rotation i can say with my whole entire chest i love with her i fuck with her as a celebrity cardi is cool with me and her statement on music co-signs how much i rock with her yeah, and I'm a fan of her music. Like, yeah, I like her in music addition too. to everything you said, I, her albums go. You like the older I get, the more, or not the older I get, I get, the older I get, and my friends get. I realize that I'm an outlier in that I still seek out the music of these people that that for most of these people they're just celebrity gossip for most of the people my age. They're not right. gonna, like. For example, people are shitting on Drake's new album, and they've been then they do it every time he drops a new album. I don't understand. And they, and they know the album's not gonna ever be good enough for them. They know it's not for them. Right. They know he's gonna say some ridiculously childish, offensive shit, and yet they tune in, listen yes, to the album, so they can talk about it on social media, drop their their hot take, and then we go, and then we're gonna repeat this next time he drops an album mm-hmm. in however many long, right? And the difference, I think with me and them is i'll go listen to the album if that's what is hot hot on spotify i'm not just giving it a once over and being like oh fuck that i'll listen to the shit multiple times i'll find almost every drake album i'll find five or six tracks that i'm like those are good tracks right um and of course i i the thing i realized too is uh i'm of a certain age and mentality where and i think this is how i relate to music I have always been an outlier from a lot of the black male uh, culture in hip hop, period. And I don't mean that like I hate these niggas. I just, I recognize I don't agree with what they're saying. And yet I think the music is good. I just don't take them at anything more than music for the most part. Right. I'm like, you know, like I've never been disappointed by a rapper because I've never felt that a rapper did anything for me to feel like they need to live up to this without them earning that. Like if there was a, like if Chuck D earned the stripes of me feeling like, Oh yeah, he, there's a certain level of shit he wouldn't do and say probably. So if he did those things, I'd be like, wow, really? Chuck D went MAGA? That's crazy. Yeah. But like Lil Wayne never earned that to me. And, And I think I was just a little too old for that. Drake definitely way too old for Drake to have, ever give made me feel that anything he said was relatable to me everything like you know from day one when i when he had his his mixtape i was like kind of seemed like a whack nigga but whatever you know what I'm like mm-hmm. like uh some of the songs was hot and most of them i skipped but you know whatever and just knew it wasn't for me i think but i think what you just said about how you like cardi b but don't like you don't seek out her music that's a paradigm shift, I think, that has happened in the advent of the what I would like to call the attention economy, 
or uh, maybe someone I'm sure someone else coined that term but that's what I've been really thinking about a lot lately in the attention economy I feel like the attention is the goal and the reward it's not being a fan it's not buying a ticket to a concert it's not putting the album on retweet and learning the words uh, I'm repeat and learning the words it's literally it is retweets it's not repeats see it's not repeats okay it's retweets okay you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> i just came up with that on my head you know what i'm saying i drop drop a little gem on y'all you know what i'm saying bars you, you know i'll give y'all a little bars let me say it again see it's not repeats it's retweets new shit new shit okay that's what we do over here um so so i think uh oh god it's not stop <laughs> stop shooting people <laughs> you you're going too hard over there too hard in the paint i didn't mean to do that um but yeah i feel like we got to a point where we rooting for these people like that's what sexy red is mm-hmm. like i no offense to y'all that that and i'm sure y'all you know i don't want to call y'all liars so i'm not gonna say that but i have not met a fan of sexy red's music yet I met fans of her personality. Like, I like that there's a black woman doing this. It, it's not a, nah, man, I think she one of the top rappers right now. Or, man, this bar, when she dropped, like, it's not, we not respecting the skill. It's, it's really just a, like, hey, this is an outlandish, silly thing. When when I see people play Pound Town, they play it loud as fuck fuck out of their windows down because it's a it's a about it's a song from a person that's about getting attention and it's a song that's an attention getter yes it is you know it's, you're gonna it's, get attention when you play that yeah it's, it's it's like offensive and funny and irreverent and all this stuff and i think there's something in that that i'm noticing and i'm stringing all these connections together in my head for the last week or so um and and it just makes sense to me that in the attention economy we all play a part and part of that role is i like cardi and the attention i don't necessarily like cardi for her skill or her work it's not that i hate her or anything just that ain't even what i'm in it for i'm in it for her as an avatar and that's it anyway uh tommy d says does the webster dictionary announce the words that they take out every edition words not used since 1899 no but i want them to oh that's a good question they always say what they add but they don't ever say what they take i was out. just on the karen hunter show yesterday and i was like yo we they forget what they add they because we treat webster like they add in the words like we came up with a word to make them know they just they're just archivists they're not they're, they're just acknowledging that we already say bussing so they didn't really add that word we were using that even if they would have never put it in dictionary what i want to know i want to see them make a list of words we don't use and we taking them out like pantaloons <laughs> ah come on pantaloons nobody say pantaloons no more we say pants no one's used if you went into a into a, a business and said i like to buy your finest pair of pantaloons they'd be like get the fuck out of here what is this get out of here weirdo. Right. what the hell are pantaloons we have a time traveler that has escaped from 1762 <laughs> so you can i have a corset oh you don't get out of here what the fuck is a corset yeah. you know so i just feel like there's some words that we we don't talk about we that would be more fun you know anyway and funny <laughs> just yeah. see the hear the words they take it out 
Pamela M8 says, so I listened to this episode and then I immediately listened to Drake the Maniacs episode on, on Bowley, Oklahoma, and it was like a one-two punch. My God, the way that we can't have shit without folks sniffing around and trying to block what we're doing. If we ever get to equality, parity, equity, or whatever you want to call it, and ha, not in my lifetime because we're still fighting for the exact same shit that we've been fighting for for years, it would do the country and its citizens well if the guiding principle were mind your business. How much easier life would be if people would just mind their business? And that's what I'm doing, and it works wonderfully. On a gender-related note, if you haven't seen it, check out the article on NPR called Men Take Over a Job Fair Intended for Women and Non-Binary Tech Workers. What? It was a Grace Hopper celebration, a career expo for women and non-binary tech workers. It cost $600 to $1,200 to attend, and it was overrun with men who flat out lied about their gender to cut in front of women to try and get employment prospects. Yeah, that's funny because that that there's also a racial version of this. Not not that anything you said was, was, wasn't terrible enough, but I, I know I, we've always, uh, when, we, when we were doing voice acting, Dexter would talk about how he would put out casting calls and he would put like specific things in there sometimes and be like, I want a black person to play this character. Mm-hmm. White people would still apply to play those characters. They don't give a fuck. Yep. Uh, it felt, I felt that saying, Dracar is fire. This ain't for you. Why are you here? You sitting here quiet while my very rights are being taken away. But as long as we, you can get a job by pushing women out the way at a conference meant for them, then cool. They could have just minded their business. Crimson Rage is building up again just thinking about this. But anyway, love your show. Continue to thrive, Pamela. Thanks, Pamela. Thank you. That shit is crazy. And I hope when they showed up, they was like, you can't get this job. You are not a woman. Like, the fuck is this? Yeah, and I, I mean, that's so... And you lied on your resume. That's so fucking disrespectful, you know? And it's that thing of people feel like they're giving up space because equality is happening. It's like, well, we're not hiring enough women. We need to make a specific job fair for women. And then here come the men. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on. Why are they going to be at the jobs? It's like, don't you have enough? We want it all. That's not, that's what it boiled down to. We want it all. Evie says, I'm not even sure Mona Scott Young is the problem. As long as people continue to consume shows like Love and Hip Hop. All these executives care about money is money and rating. As long as people watch, they will continue making television like that. There will be more Erica Menas and no one will ever take accountability. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't think you can completely divorce whoever's running the show from this. And, and I say that as a person that worked on a TV show. Um, There's so many decisions that are made and the most infinitesimal bullshit details are what people make decisions on. And I just want y'all to understand the intentionality that has to happen for that to make it to the air. And you can't dismiss it. Now, maybe Mona Scott Young isn't there day to day, but she definitely set up the precedent for some shit like that to happen. It's like you, I'm going to leave dynamite and fire in the hands of other people. And the name of the show is dynamite means fire. And when the dynamite means the fire, everybody wants to act like, why the fuck is there an explosion? You knew why. You know, so, so I, like I said, it, no, it ends up being like no one's responsible except the people at home. It's like the people at home low key might be the least responsible people for, for that exact thing happening. Correct. Right. Cause, cause, cause there's, trust me, there's other shit that hits the cutting room floor that we don't see where they're like, we don't need people to know that this celebrity, this this reality star said this fucked up thing that will make the show unwatchable for people. Let's just keep that one out. 
You know? Yeah, but they thought this was going to be acceptable. That's why it even aired in the first place. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, it's just funny to me that, that how much we move into the like that space of, well, well it's, it's really no one's fault. Uh, it's, it's our fault. We're watching it at home. Like, no, nah, it's someone made some decisions or chose not to make some decisions. Uh, the comments on YouTube, S. Carter says, the you don't believe me argument is top tier right wing con- uh, commentary. Larry Elder did the same thing with Ringerverse when they asked him what he has done to combat black fatherless homes since he says it's such a big problem. When pressed to actually answer a question and prove that point, they have nothing. That is funny. So he tried to do the black people don't care. He's black. Black people don't do that. And they're like, so what you doing? That is such a great fucking point. Oh, my God. I can't believe more people don't ask this. Mm-hmm. Those people don't believe in follow-up questions no more. Like, I don't know what happened to follow-up questions, but that's a part of journalism. Child, shout out to three guys on. You know, Phil wouldn't let that go. Phil would ask. Shout out to Phil. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know Phil's last name. I can't explain all that. So just go listen to three guys Mm -hmm. on. If you listen to this show, we're in the same lane. We be on there all the time. We have a great time with Randolph and Andy and brother Mark. So check it out, um, three guys on. But absolutely, yeah, it's just, there's no there's no critical thinking in these interviews that is a great question and i you know i I hope more people do stuff like that and i and low-key i don't even care if it's from the left or the right i Mm -hmm. think follow-up questions and interviews is a great skill you don't have to be confrontational you don't have to try to get them but too many people be getting by with like just saying shit and i I think maybe because I do this job and we've done so many interviews that I think our interviews are great. Mm-hmm. We've done so many interviews on here that I'm like, yeah, why why can't everybody do this? It wasn't that hard. You know, hey, well, let me ask you this. It's not like I'm trying to catch you in something. It's actually helping you make a better point. Yep. If Larry Elder would have turned around and been like, well, I started the 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 black father uh, coalition we we go around and mentor kids be like well damn that's a good answer right i didn't know but you don't know if you don't ask but yeah you're right it makes it seem like it ain't a real problem when you go we need to do this and it's like well what you doing about it nothing okay you don't care Uh, my mom says five stars roderick's ted talk thanks mom (laughs) i think that was on my don't put it in writing ted talk um the poll for this episode was should black folks stop putting it their equality efforts in writing yes do it on the low or no be loud and proud 63 percent of people say yes do it on the low 37 percent say no be loud and proud i understand both sides i really do but i think i'm just so fed up i'm like if i ever do some shit for black people i'm absolutely not calling it anything black i'm just doing it fuck them sue me when they be like, uh, we suing because no white people got any of the money. I'll be like, I didn't call it the no white people fund. I, I don't understand not. what you're mad about. Don't get it. Coincidentally, only black people were qualified. Right. They're going to be playing this clip in court. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I lose that case, they be like, episode, I'm like, it's comedy. It's covered under comedy and satire. Uh, we, was, we was over here yuck yucking. Yeah. These are jokes. Uh, should black folks stop putting in quality? Okay, so on Spotify, 61%. Do it on the low. 39% be loud and proud. Of course, because they bought their coins. And the Q&A was Rod and Karen goaded. Yatunde says, goaded, oh my God, I've been saying that we need to take any refer- out any references to race in all these initiatives. It's like sending a smoke signal to those who don't want us to have anything. 
Raphael says Rodney Karen, the MVP of co- podcasting, are goaded. If you don't know, now you know, my nougas. <laughs> Ty Floja says undefeated, never lost. That is true. We never lost. Um, <laughs> I'm undefeated, never lost. Uh, never lost. China says four goat emojis. Roger says period one hundred. La Monica says, why is she yelling every time she talks? I don't even know who you're talking about. Probably Karen? <laughs> I'm always loud if you're talking about me. She's passionate. I don't, I don't know. What else could we have talked about? Did Cardi B? Da, da. I don't know. Yeah, it's got to be about Karen. And uh, I don't know. She's passionate. She Turn your volume down. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you think you got it hard. I got to do the fucking volume settings and mic checks and shit. And she always <laughs> mic check like... Karen, every episode, <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, it's Rod. Welcome to the Blackout Tips." I was Rod and Karen, and then she gonna talk loud as hell later on. <laughs> yes, I am. Cause that's what I do. Y'all will get used to it. Adam Bola <laughs> says these profile laws that lead to the close of medical facilities affect the life life of baby fetuses. Whatever, if the pregnancy person dies on the 46 mile drive, that baby will likely die too. Yeah. Because they don't care about babies. They care about controlling these women's bodies. Yes, sir. Period. They'll sacrifice the fuck out of baby to, to uh, what they call a life. They'll, they'll sacrifice the fuck out of life to, to somehow prove to women you ain't got the choice. Right. And they don't give a fuck about the life because once the life is born, it's yep. here, you don't want to help assist. Mm-hmm. You don't, you, you don't want to financially help. None of that. You're going to cut the programs off. You want to say it's your problem now cutting all the funding i listened to the daily where they talked about um uh they were talking about mccarthy with one of the republicans that voted against him remaining speaker of the house Mm -hmm. and this man in the same like 10 20 minute interview at one point was like we i'm doing this for the mothers and the children and the families and then i I was so once again like you said no follow-up questions I, and this was a pretty decent interview, but to me, it's such a glaring question. Hey, man, you say you're doing this for those people. When you pass the budget, what programs are you cutting again? What programs are you cutting? Because you're not cutting the military. You cutting. You're gonna be cutting. Gonna be cutting things that help. You're gonna be cutting Head Start. Right. You're gonna be cutting. These are the shit you're gonna be cutting. You're gonna be cutting Medicaid, Medicare. That's the shit you're gonna be cutting. So single mothers and and kids, who's gonna be affected by that the most? And now, you know. Anyway, it's hypocrites. Y'all know it. Right. Uh, yeah. I, uh, 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 not to get off topic, but yeah. Because uh, I had started an episode, and when it was like, we gonna talk such such a. Maybe I'm not in the right frame of mind. I was just like, fuck him, and I skipped it. Because I was like, I'm going to listen and just get infuriated. So <laughs> I probably would go back and listen because the Daily is my shit. But I was just like, nope, fuck him. And I was just like, I can't do it. My, my Mentally, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I, I get like that sometimes. But, you know, me, I, I have a much higher tolerance, I think, for shit than a lot of people at this point. Um, so I wanted to hear it. You know, I wanted to hear that person's explanation. It was bullshit, and it's, you know, infuriating, hypocritical uh, bullshit that I don't necessarily believe is all in good faith, but um, but I needed to hear it. I'm glad I, I heard, you know, so that I can relay it with, you know, some proper 
context but yeah that that i just remember listening to that shit and going why didn't you ask him a follow-up question how are you helping these people then when you're just because he's like uh you know inflation is hurting these families and these mothers and okay cool so when you get a chance to do the budget what you gonna do i'm gonna cut wick i'm gonna cut medicaid i'm gonna cut okay well mm-hmm. fuck you uh b bgrs says yep absolutely Rod and Karen goaded. And lastly, James says, you are just as goaded as Simone Biles. Well, let me tell you this, James. I appreciate the compliment. I know. Ain't nobody as goaded as Simone Biles, Simone. okay? Simone Biles getting, she, she's getting a, a flip's name after her ass. She the goatest, okay? Yes, the goatest of them all. Uh, 2780 roundabout. We're going to get into that in a second. But I told y'all I need to play some music so I can get this motherfucking podcast ad money okay it's time for y'all to listen to us sell you something or like listen to uh, a, a targeted ad towards you mm-hmm. you know the targeted ads are getting good although it's a little scary because like when you get a targeted ad that be like uh it's for medicine i'll be like what am i sick what the fuck or they name something right up the street from you you be like oh shit that's- i like that Okay. No, I'm talking about the ones where sometimes I'll be listening to Target ad. It'd be like, do you have herpes 12? I'll be like, what the fuck? Who targeted this towards me? Y'all don't have that? <laughs> no, I'll be listening and be like, yes, uh, you can fly now to Charlotte Douglas Airport. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, those are good. I wasn't talking about those. I'm like, oh, you're doing your job. Yeah, those ain't got nothing to do with my great joke. play a little extra that was mm. all right 2780 roundabout this is with mike kaplan we got four comments the first is from sean who just says amazing episode yeah there's a certain type of person i feel like that loves the mike kaplan episode mm-hmm. and me included by the way yes he's you know, always i love fun. having mike on and i know it's a different change of pace because of the, how his mind works how my how it makes my mind work how the back and forth go all the puns and all that shit. And I, I hope there, you know, I hope that people get into it, but I always feel like there's a certain type of person that's probably like Mike Kaplan. Oh no. You know? And I'm like, I, when I see that, like amazing episode, I love this from people that don't always comment. I, I I'm always like, yes, I'm glad. This is why I like having Mike on. Cause mm-hmm. certain people have a brain like mine that activates when you just doing a bunch of fucking puns and he's always and long winded thoughts. I love him. Appia says, I would be absolutely I would absolutely be happy if I had a dinner date with you and you brought Mike along, Rod. Unlike some people. Uh ah! it, it, it says, uh, imagine the last sentence in Keith's voice. Well, Keith Malley of Keith and uh, the Keith and the girl. Uh he I, I I brought this up a while ago, but I invited Mike as a surprise guest to a lunch that me and Keith went to. He said I could pick anywhere. 
So I thought, you know, is any person, it, it, you didn't say I had to pick a place where Mike wasn't allowed, you know? So, uh, but the thing that's funny is Abby is saying this, Keith be listening to the show sometimes. So mm-hmm. he might hear this. Okay. And then he gonna, <laughs> he gonna turn guns <laughs> of blazons on the phone or some shit on Keith and the girl. So, you know, be careful what you wish for. But, uh, and also if you, uh, but yeah, I, I think Mike's a great addition to any lunch, any dinner. Me so. too. Uh, Abia says, but Killer Wells, I have removed this name from my brain. They black dolphins now, as you told us. Correct. It was a test. That's why, I, you know, Killer Whale, Sparing World, we only brought it up because it made sense in the yin-yang analogy, but I prefer the term black dolphins as well, my sister. Uh, EVE <laughs> says, Kevin McCarthy can go all the way to hell. Fuck that dude. My only concern is we'll probably end up with someone much worse, but I'm proud of the Dems for not saving the Rathuglicans, uh from their shenanigans this time. Let them figure it out for themselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also, from the reports, uh, basically, he uh, right before they was going to vote, he basically came out and was like, uh, it's all the Republicans' fault. I mean, the Democrats' fault. And then he was like, Oh, I want y'all to vote for me, but I'm not doing shit. I'm not. They was like, oh, we didn't know. No, and the I'm thing, sorry. And no. this is the thing, like, my mind can exist in two places. So on Earth 2, where the Democrats, I have a machine where I can go to Earth 2. On Earth 2, where the Democrats did vote to save McCarthy, I went on Twitter over there and they were calling the Democrats little bitches and saying, why did you do that shit? He just said, fuck y'all before the vote, and y'all still voted for him like some cucks. This is why I hate y'all. So um, I'm glad they didn't do it. Y'all was going to hate either way, so fuck it. That's right. Fix your shit, Republicans. Govern. And honestly, not that it shouldn't matter, but, like, it's just the House, so they can't truly, like, do much without the Senate. But, um... If it gets worse, I hope it gets worse in a way that makes people go fucking vote. Yes! Unfortunately, in my lifetime, I've only seen people galvanize around voting and doing the right thing and participating in our democracy when shit got bad. And it's never when it was okay or tenable or kind of bad going back and forth. It's only when Republicans re- demonstrated they were demonstrably fucking worse as a choice that people go, okay, let me stop acting like you know they're all the same i have to go participate and i hope that's what happens if they get a worse speaker than mccarthy which he was already terrible yeah now we're gonna have to go through another 45 days of them voting and shit and throwing Mm -hmm. up niggas that they know they're not gonna vote for and all this other bullshit we're gonna have to go through that that same shit we went through when he first we get ready to go through that all fucking over i can't wait to see it because i saw that 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 interview i told you about on the daily Mm -hmm. that republican was like um i expect us to go and vote and uh we'll have a new speaker of the house like we vote on monday we'll have a new speaker of the house on tuesday and i'll say okay bitch okay no, y'all won't. let's see because i want to know who the republican gonna bring y'all all together that that's not worse than him because there are like i imagine there are some maga type republicans that can win mm-hmm. the reason i think they could win is because there's republicans like mitt romney who pretend to stand for something but when it's time to vote they, vote, they be on the side they, with them. They vote the same way. 
So, you know, I can kind of see how that would happen. The name, this guy's name was uh, Representative Tim Burchett of Tennessee. So I can see that happening, um, but I just don't see it happening in a day where everyone decides day one. Jim I, Jordan's I, our guy. I say at least a week. My, my, yeah. my, my, a we'll week. see. You know, you know, three days is could be considered fast to me because y'all, y'all just fuck around. It's one of those things where anybody y'all put up, these 10 to 20 people, they're not going to vote for them. They're not going to vote for them. And they're, and they're, all going, they're going to be the difference makers. And as far as they're concerned, if it's not somebody that's as hard to the whatever as they are, they're not going to vote for them. So y'all are going to be at a fucking standstill for a while. On YouTube, we had one comment. Jay Full says, I'm constantly amazed at Mike's ability to take 37 tangents and still pick up where he left off. Yes. Oh, yeah, he got good memory. Yeah, I can do that too, by the way. I just, but I think I've expressed it on the show before. The way my brain sees um, conversation is like uh, a chart with branches. And, you know, I can come back to the first branch if, if most of the time. You know what I mean? Where like so, it's almost like a choose your own adventure book or something. How it branches off. You make a choice here. You make a choice here. Mm-hmm. My brain sees that all the time. Where it's like, I can say this, and then the conversation will go this way. I can say this. Oh, this reminds me of A, B, and C. And most of the time, I can get back there. You know. So, uh, like I said, that's one of the reasons I like having Mike on. I feel like, uh, in at least in practice, we see the conversation in that way. I can see that. Um, the poll, have you, has your living place ever been flooded? Yes or no? Mm-mm. Yeah, we're on the first floor, knock on wood, but so far, no. Uh, 17% yes, 83% no on, um, our website and on the Spotify, 30% yes, 71% no. Now, the reason I think it's higher on Spotify, a lot of these people live close to the beach. So they're probably like living in beachfront property, you know, mm-hmm. on water by lakes, you know, rich right. people shit, you know. Uh, <laughs> Flossing. I get it. I get it. I see y'all. The Q&A was just new life. Who this? Nobody said anything. It was too deep. Um, <laughs> they, couldn't, they couldn't follow the path. Uh, all right. Let's go to the next episode, which is the last episode of the week. Our Walking Dead recap, 2781, Pamela Barrymore um and the comments evie says pamela clearly wasn't thinking why would she either not kill off the alexandrians while she had the chance or let them go she knew they were about that life and she decided to attempt to kidnap them this is how you know she led a sheltered life she would have been better off saving hornsby i agree yes Hustle No Flow says the thing about Pamela is that she understands that these people have survived outside, but she has no idea the number of wars they've been through, the amount of planet espionage assassinations. I keep returning to the fact that they really started the war with Negan by killing his people in their sleep when the sanctuary didn't know about them. And diplomacy, establishing the network between the kingdom, hilltop, etc. If underestimating was a person, its first name would be Pamela. Listen, okay? Everything you said, I agree with. Another thing, too, it reminded me of when they came to Alexandria, I think her name was Dina, who was like the person that led that uh, community. Mm-hmm. Remember how they recorded them on videotape and got everyone's life story for pro- just for posterity's sake? Mm-hmm. They do the interrogation at, uh, at co- the Commonwealth, but it's not really the same as getting to know people's stories and making sure they check out and match up with everybody. 
And so you kind of have a history of what these people been through. So you know how if these motherfuckers is about that life and it's like, yeah, we got to be careful when we let them in. They basically just be like, what were you doing before the apocalypse? Oh, you was a lawyer? Come on in. Right. Uh, let's see. On YouTube, this episode has one comment. It's just classics of cinematic saying, great episode. Thank you. Yay. We think so as well um and then the poll was who was more annoying hornsby or sebastian i guess it's sebastian 100 say sebastian on our website uh on spotify 35 percent hornsby 65 percent sebastian uh yeah that's a close one for me oh that's close because hornsby was more effective and dangerous Sebastian was more inept and annoying to me. So I guess I could Sebastian. Yeah, you're y'all right, Sebastian. All right. Because he whined and he cried. Like, like he was a lot. Yeah, we got to the bottom of that. It's Sebastian. My bad. Uh woo, the uh this one the they kidnapped the wrong people was a QA. Ms. Barnes says, Woo, the Commonwealth is really about to fuck around and find out. Sorry to them fake ass stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just oh fake for nothing. Uh, let's do the comments on Marriage Be Hard, which you can find on YouTube. Um, Marriage Be Hard, Miss Kevin on stage. Uh, yeah, you want to listen to the podcast. Anywhere else you can find the podcast, it's out there. And so people left comments, 24 comments so far. Uh, Dion says, this is so wild seeing my two favorite sets of podcasts coming together. Rod and Karen are good people. Yes. Oh. Tiffany says, I love when the podcast multiverse collide together. Uh, it's Rod and Karen, but I'm glad to see my faves link up again. Says recognized taste because at first when they posted this, it said Rob and Karen, and <laughs> it was a mistake and everything. I'm not, and I'm not a stickler for my name. I don't mm-hmm. be mad. So I was just posting but, it, yeah. But yeah, but I did email them to be like, hey, it's Rod, you know, just so that you know they wouldn't get 37 messages of, hey, it's Rod. But also at this point, Rob and Karen is fu- damn near canon. You know, it's fucking. <laughs> I was about to say that's a running joke between us. Yeah, and there's a spinoff show called Rob and Karen somewhere because uh, that is that. So many people have written that in our reviews and mm-hmm. emails, everything. Uh, this is amazing, fam. I'm proud of you guys. That's my cousin Shakima. Thank you, Shakima. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Shana Chanel. I think it's Shanala says, when I tell you my husband and I have almost the exact same story of this couple, wow, just replaced FSU with NCANT and this is us. This is an awesome episode. Thank you. Oh. Roxy says, yay, I love Rod and Karen so much. Uh, um, one Beautiful says, they seem so cool, so down to earth. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody said, this is a great episode. Really enjoyed it. Heart emoji. Our girl Karina says, what? Yay, Rod and Karen. Celebration emojis. I love when the universes collide, my universe collide. Uh, Crystal says, I love this couple so much. Uh, Passion84 says, uh, or Passionate for God, that's what it says, says, I look forward to watching this once I get out of work. Well, I hope you got off of work. And mm-hmm. she did put the emoji of her running out of work with a cloud behind her. Come on through. So that means she was trying to get the hell out of there, okay? <laughs> yes. I think they posted on a Friday. So, you know, she was like, I got to go. Uh, I love their podcast. Good episode, says D's, uh, D-E-A-S. Um, Tamara says, yay, my favorites collabing together. There's a little typo on Rod's name on the title of the video. That's all. Well, they got to it. 
Eben says, can I suggest one of the former Mavs couples to be featured? Please would love to hear from some of the fan favorites. Uh, like C-Y-D-Y says, Rob Rob was part of the team for Game Theory with Bamani Jones. Sadly, it was canceled. Great show. I agree. It was great. Uh, love this episode, says uh, Selma. Um, Yinka says, my faves. Three heart emojis. Uh, Just Devs 365 says, I'm going to find and follow this couple. Come on through. Aww. Follow us. Uh, Michelle says, Karen reminds me of Tabitha. That's how I praise. Uh, she kind of reminds me of Tabitha, too. I'm assuming oh, we're talking great. about the uh, Tabitha Brown that made it's complicated. Mm-hmm. It's complicated. Um, and, uh, yeah, just Southern black women, you know. I like, you know, I like some of your Southern. I love Tabitha Brown. Mm-hmm. I watched her show. Me, too. I was. I, I don't know how many of us it was, but I was watching, and when they said they tried to tab, tab, tab her down and make her – be less of herself i i was mad as hell i said well who the fuck won't watch that y'all y'all gave her the show for being herself right and then y'all was like tone it down yeah unless y'all had some like some and they and i don't believe they had some other more nefarious thing she did because you know they would have leaked that shit yes it just sounded like it was a difference of opinion but i i, I like the show I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know it was but i think i i don't know i just i like my women free you know what I'm saying? Yes, <laughs> Be yes. Be yourself. Say, and, say what you got to say. And with things like that, you know, with people behind saying you don't know if it was something. Because, you know, she's like, I'm black, y'all. So, and she wears her fro. So it's the fro. It's the the way she dresses, the a, way she talks. Yes. Like, you know, and I know we don't know her, and I know to a certain extent it has to be like not. I'm not saying to act, but it's a public facing job. So correct, I, it's not like I expect. You know, if she get in the break room, smoke a cigarette, and be like, "These motherfucking white people on my nerves," I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, Tabitha, what?" Like I would, I would, I understand that it's a job, but right. I just thought she was really good at that job, and the reason she made it that far was because people love her personality and the way she presents herself. People bought her book, yeah, and all and, that stuff. And the thing is y'all asked her it was not the other way around right. she was not pitching to y'all right um i like them says none of your dang business <laughs> that name that's cute uh i went to fayetteville state too bronco pride says yes. lady bella attitude check let's go blue and white and lastly it was just somebody with heart emojis laughing emojis smile emoji heart emoji like over and over oh, so that's sweet thank you everybody that left comments over there it's always great to i mean first of all kev on stage their entire audience is just so like uh dope and supportive mm-hmm. and um anytime we've had kev on the show anytime we had any interaction with them anytime um like when i say nothing but love i mean nothing Nothing. but love and like and we're and we don't like pander or try to pretend to be people we're not so like we don't like go over there and pretend to be like more churched up than we are or whatever and the fact that that audience still like bangs with us like i i don't know i just think good people have good audiences and you could tell a lot about people from their audiences yes you can and we have a lot of crossover with them Mm -hmm. where i I mean like i said it's just i that's why i think they just good people you know same but speaking of good people it's time to talk about some bad people and by bad people i mean y'all for the 
time to do it for the gram. And this week, the topic is terrible. Okay. How did they find out you were cheating? Oh, no. Who is that it? is. That ain't no teller where this going to go. That is. I'm going to keep y'all anonymous this week. Okay, I'm not even yeah, going to show anybody. Yeah, keep, keep, keep it anonymous. I'm not, I'm not even going to show everybody else. <laughs> Everybody's anonymous this week. I don't want y'all to get in no extra trouble. <laughs> this is one of those ones I almost didn't send out, but I was like, if people answer, it's going to be hilarious. Yes. Uh, also, like, I wanted to see, like, what the gender breakdown was going to be because I feel like, you know, People, there's a lot of kind, a lot of people be cheating of all kinds. Anyway, mm-hmm. do it for the gram. How'd they find out you were cheating? He knew I was cheating because I discovered that he was cheating with one of his best friends. <laughs> so you cheated back. <laughs> I feel like that don't that's only half a cheat. <laughs> not a, that don't count as a whole cheat. You, your revenge cheat. Mm, no. Everybody was cheating. That's on the curve. That's called karma. Of <laughs> uh, being, oh wait, I almost said the first name. I, I left a parking receipt uh, for somewhere I shouldn't have been. Oh, oh, oh you didn't tread it. Oh, sis. Oh, <laughs> oh, not them being like, what you doing on the south side? Oh, what was you doing downtown? Oh, somebody was going downtown. All right. Uh, ah! wow. Somebody just said he didn't. Okay, I see you. I see you. <laughs> Smooth criminal. Hopefully he don't follow you on Instagram. Nope. Uh, does This one isn't... I want to say this isn't a point... Uh, oh, I, I don't know. It's just somebody says, everyone I know who's cheated gets caught because of synced Apple device. To the point that I was telling this guy I was dating about this phenomenon a week before his girlfriend that I didn't know about discovered he was cheating on his Apple Watch. I hate slavery. Oh, Yes, yes. A lot of people people have caught on to this, but particularly when Apple first came out, how they do the family plans. Mm-hmm. Because me and Roger had to turn those features off. But what was happening is everything synced. So when people kind of go back and forth, like literally everybody in the thing would get alert regardless of whose device it was on so and a lot of people didn't know that i don't think it's automatic now but before that shit used to be automated and so because i would be like why am i getting these texts i don't understand and so me and roger talked about it. he was like oh it's a feature and i think he just turned it off mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't know how to turn it off or they don't understand the technology or they didn't know that that was a feature and so yeah when people own these plans on the family plans and shit like that this is one a good way that people keep track of their children Mm-hmm. And, and monitor their texts and shit like that just to be sure nothing nefarious is going on and so uh it's it's crazy that yeah a lot of people and like to say it goes to the watch it goes to the ipads it goes to the macbook you know because now that shit is together you know your phone ring it ring across five different fucking devices now so yeah mm-hmm. oh somebody in the chat say caught with my bluetooth on in the car <laughs> mm Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I think you know what that means. It's gonna be like this. Sam. Yeah. Why is your penis on a dead girl's phone? That's what it's, ah! it's gonna be. <laughs> oh man, Reedy. Oh. Oh, man. Sorry. I almost said the full name. Anyway, back in the day with the answering machines and cordless phones, 
I was at his apartment sitting on the couch when his phone rang, but he couldn't find the cordless phone. While he is looking forward, the answer machine kicks in and some girl's leaving a message for home that let me know that she wasn't just a friend. Well, that's why that's how you caught him cheating. I want to, uh-uh, I'm asking for y'all. I want all the dogs, as Drake's album is titled, to come out and tell us what's up. Uh, someone says, I didn't cheat, but my former friend tried to use me as an alibi without telling me. And when her man asked me if she was with me, I said no. And then uh, uh, Dude replied, this happened. Well, I, I don't need to hide y'all name. Y'all didn't get cheat, caught cheating. So Eve said that. Brother Romy replied, this happened to me when I was in the Navy, but he messed up with the times. And when I called his house, his wife was like, he's supposed to be with you. Oh, this is why I say keep me out of all alibis. I don't want no problems. Uh, cause I'm gonna tell it. Cause I'll be like, nope. I yeah. I just I don't want to. I don't want to. Out be of caught my lack up. of not knowing, right? I don't want to be caught up lying to your spouse. I just think you should keep them lies to yourself. To yourself and wrap other people in. Don't wrap me up in it. Someone mm-hmm. said on a three way phone call. Not uh, the three way where they quiet in the background. They didn't bust you like uh, R. Kelly and Usher on same girl. Was that was that <laughs> same them? Girl. I know we don't fuck with R. Kelly no more, but I just remember. <laughs> The end of the video, they busted her at the same time or some shit. Uh, when his best friend told everyone, rolling my eyes emojis, sis, you want his best friend? No. Wait, where's the best friend the person you was cheating with? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You must have made them mad. It was like, well, fuck it. I'll just tell everybody. Oh, my God. Maybe he was so happy. He's like, I finally got her. My dream girl, who is also your girl. Uh <laughs> 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 what time y'all date gonna be over because i want to see her tonight uh l says i told them mm, you sat him down and said i've been cheating on us uh someone says i've never been caught but i've confessed mm. uh someone said we subtweeted each other on twitter and she figured it out why are you playing games not subtweeting how are you playing games like this who does that? <laughs> you know you cheating and you uh yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to I got to subtweet about this. Uh another person says I found out he was cheating while laying in bed chilling being silly with our son. The kicker was I was being grateful for our sons regardless of the turmoil we were going through because I had just supported a family whose newborn baby died on Mother's Day weekend. Then ring ring, another I don't know. An old girl ready to tell her story mind you they worked with each other and i had approached them both in january but nobody had the heart until after the worst mother's day of my life and he had the audacity to try to avoid it all by smoking a cigarette when he got in while i called her back listen when cheaters get caught this one thing ah that show shout out to that show with Tammy child Bonner. this is barbara surely this is barbara um shout out to tammy roman's show when uh and and cheaters the t my favorite uh reality show of all time the best show ever um when people get caught cheating they don't have no plan is you would think if you were cheating you would have a some sort of like if in case of emergency i get caught here's what i'm gonna say or do no strategy. The way that they just be like, fuck, I never saw this eventuality coming. Yeah, a lot of times they double down, all right. types of things. So yeah. smoking a cigarette is so transparently whack. This motherfucker was just like, I guess I I, I really need to smoke this cigarette. It's like, well, I'm going to call her right now. Here come my Newports. <laughs> this, this is the plan now. 
Uh, here come the Salem's. I'm really having a hard time lighting a cigarette. I might need to go to the store for a lighter. Maybe that's what's happening. Uh, when she got when he got back in when he got in while I called her back, she wanted to be there when she told me. Uh, she wanted him to be there when she told me. Definitely not his best work. And <laughs> and three years later, still haven't forgiven himself. That makes two of us. We are divorced now, by the way. And he and neither of us will ever be okay after that. Uh, after the levels of evil shit she said to me. Uh, so yeah, fellas, be a decent person. Either leave or tell yourself otherwise. This other chick has the absolute power to hurt everyone involved just because you hurt her. Oh, happy for my petty heart. They ain't work out. He finna spend the rest of his life in emotional purgatory messing with me. All right, get him to the end, sis. <laughs> Haunt him, okay? Uh, PJ says, they were the person I was cheating with, mother's hairdresser, my dumb ass walked in the hair salon during the appointment. He was cheating with the hairdresser and walked in during the appointment. Hold on. They were the person I was cheating with, mother's hairdresser. <gasps> oh, my God. What? Oh. Oh. So you walked in on a hair appointment and everybody looking at you like, Nibble. Like you coming in like, hey, babe, oh, shit, the mom of my girl is in here getting her hair done. She definitely going to tell. Oh, my God. Oh, that's terrible. Um, Well, of course, Apia has to let her know that her life is perfect. I'm with my husband. Ah! I'm with my husband, who she added since 2006. I never cheated even a bit. Now I have so much to do with the big farmer, kids, the household, and dog yoga that I have really no time to cheat. Well done, Mr. Appiah. All right, flex on us. Okay, we get it. You're the greatest. Uh, <laughs> She's like, look, I'm the best. We the best. Now when I we the best. When I post <laughs> right. When I post this, it also comes on Facebook. Yeah. They, on our Facebook page. Yeah, they so we got some there too. Uh, these people felt more honest to me, even though they government names on these. Uh, so, <laughs> I will try not to say any names. Try, try, try to hide it. She found my deleted messages. Oh, no, nothing's ever deleted, baby. Well, it was a situation ship, so. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. I see you, Jada Pekant. Uh, this woman says, I've never been caught, but I have discovered someone was cheating via a restaurant receipt. That joker was not drinking no Smirnoff ice, Isis. <laughs> not the Smirnoff. Someone responded, said, Friday night, you and your boys went out to eat. And then she said, exactly. Oh, my God. Smirnoff Isis. Those fucked up is I'll drink some sweet drinks. So. Chad, I love some Smirnoff Isis. Thank Karen wouldn't, never felt the need to look at a receipt for proof because I would Mm-mm. definitely fail them, them accusations. I believe that. I'd be like, Mojito, of course he drank a Mojito. Right. 12 Tom Collins. Like, yes, he would drink that. Uh, the other person told, this is such a big one. I'm surprised. Whenever I hear people talk about these rules to how and when to cheat, and they always make it sound so easy and perfect. And they have so many comments when people get caught and it's like, well, you're not supposed to do this. this." And I'm always like one motherfucker could wake up, have a crisis of conscience. Now everybody in trouble. You can't control everybody and everything. You got to make sure they don't got nothing to lose. They might not have nothing to lose on Monday. And um, make sure they have something to lose. They might feel they got something to lose on Monday. Wake up on Tuesday. They feel like they ain't got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. 
And Pete, you know, and sometimes people act like this is a quote unquote not a relationship. It is. It is. Found the deleted text messages. Group chat. The boys were talking about it in the group chat, and that was a wrap. Oh, oh no. Oh. Not the group chat. Oh, no. So your boys knew. Oh, my God. I'm moving on. Uh, they both showed up to the same party looking for me. Oh, not the how to be a player uh, <laughs> third act. Not that. <laughs> They both showed up looking for you. Bill Bellamy ass. Oh my God. All right. That's that's it for doing it for the ground. That's gram. hilarious. Oh my God. Y'all That ooh. was a good one, baby. Y'all some dirty dogs. For the gram, 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 for the gram. All right, voicemail time. We got a few of them. All right. I think three let's go uh this first one seems to be blank i don't hear anything okay all right let's uh huh that's funny let me see if the next one is the same issue well that's not even a that that's not even a, a i don't even know what that is that's that's just a message it's like a text message all right let's see if this one plays okay so that other hey, one. hey ralph caitlin the Blue Wave Rider. <laughs> you up on Skype again. You y'all, you niggas cracked me up. Y'all was talking about Arby's the other day, and Miss Barnes showed you that picture of the Arby's mm-hmm. that they closed. Well, believe it or not, I'm old enough to remember Arby's, them Oregon Trail Arby's with them 100-gallon hats <laughs> that they had on the sign. It was the good old days. All right, that's all I got for you. <laughs> Turns out I like leaving voicemail rather than send an email. So this might be my regular. Okay. Right. Happy belated birthday. Thank Y'all be cool. Thank I- you. Thank you. Feel free, man. We pay for this voicemail line, so mm-hmm. do what y'all do. We probably the only people that still pay Skype. And I don't know why that first voicemail is just blank. Uh, so if you had a 443 area code, it, something happened with your voicemail. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We don't. We, and we can't explain it. Yeah. I can't explain it. Uh, all right. That's all the voicemails. It's time to get into the last thing, which is the emails. Somebody uh, said in the chat, they said, uh, I found out I was getting cheated on through letters they wrote each other in jail. In j- mm, mm. Right in jail, my nigga. Damn. You can't trust these jail people. That's why they in jail. They doing, they be doing, they like to skirt the rules. All right. Okay. I think it Not the pen pals. It reminded me of something. I think it was Gunner or somebody, but one of these rappers that just got out of jail was saying something about how they had the best sex of their life. At, at a certain like in the last however many months that people put it two to two together that they were in jail and i was like hey man listen this a hole is a hole for some people okay Apparently i ain't judging his life um all right 2778 this email is from b black who says 
dating show. Hey, shout out to everyone in the glory hole industry. Yeah, I even I even did that bit on a uh, Karen Hunter show. She she loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I talked her into it. See, she had to be talked into it. But yes, yes, you in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, I left a voicemail earlier, but I bet I sound incoherent. I had to catch my breath, but then wasn't even sure what I wanted to say. Anywho, happy belated birthday. I said, this might have been the person we didn't get the message. Yeah, it, it, well, it was blank, so it was glad blank, you left baby. this email. Mm-hmm. Happy belated born day to Rod. Pumpkin Spice wishes to Karen and Rod. Shout out to my mom. Okay, she got me a birthday gift. of, And I can't think of two things that symbolize my, you know, my whole being than these two gifts. One of them was Crown Royal Apple. Y'all know, y'all know how I get down, okay? And then the second one was uh, a gift card to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's, it's PSLs all day over here. Come on! Uh, and I got the app now too, so I put the gift card on the app. So I'm gonna be basically drinking for free for a while. Come on! Uh, I'm out here in Germany on my old man shit, walking along the river as I fitter as the fitter people jog past me. This is a busy, stressful week, and I haven't had time yet to enjoy this week's shows. That says 2788 is flames. Just what I needed. You didn't let me down. Uh, thanks for the content, uh, the perspective, and most of all, the humor. Be black and joke uh, and joke who can't take a fuck. So fuck who can't take a joke. <laughs> thanks, fam. Thank you. Appreciate you. He, he was at the live show, man. Came all the way from fucking Germany. Oh, thank you, baby. Um, Nichelle says, Rod and Karen, happy belated birthday. Happy Libra season. I was shocked to hear that you wouldn't eat snails, but it reminds me of a tribe called Quest song, Luck of Lucian. Escar, go. Lucian, you eat snails. Hey, yo, Tip, what's wrong with snails? Enjoy PSL season, uh, Nichelle. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I could do the snails, dog. It's, it's, I think it's a texture thing. It, it would de- for me, it would depend on how it was prepared. Okay, well, how would you, what what I, kind of I way would, would, it, would you see a snail prepared? Would you be like, I'm fucking with these snails? I don't know. Okay, so you just, once again, it's Karen just saying something. I don't All know. Right. But if you just be like, here's a snail in the shell. No. I'll, buy, I'll buy some snails and cook them for you, Karen. Just tell me how you would, what you would. <laughs> let's, I'm calling you bluff. Okay, you just be saying stuff sometimes on this show. And yeah, do you even know how to prepare snails? I look, I cook, I cook stuff that I don't know how to prepare all the time, and I cook it, and then you be like, "It's great." So let's do this. I'll, I'll go get some snails this afternoon if you're gonna eat them. Can you fry it? I like. You want some fried, fried snails? Yes. That's what Karen wants. Fried snails, everybody. I don't know if that's even possible. Mm-mm-mm. This is this is what the snails look like. Okay, that's that escargot. Look at there to go with the butter. That that much butter, you know that shit nasty. Anytime you put in like 27 bars of butter in something, you pretty much just room, said, room, this t- shit, room temperature butter. This shit terrible. Uh, the, look at that. All the, a bucket of, of garlic, some onions. The I don't scallops. know what that was. Scallions. Scallions, I'm sorry. Oh. Um, Chives. I just want to get to the end so we can see what it looked like. Yeah, that's probably the sauce. That's what you want right there, Karen? You going to eat that? You want to go to a French restaurant tonight? You gonna order some escargot? Oh, I would like that. You would like some escargot? You will? You, okay. All right, Karen. Now, how's it gonna taste? No, a whole other story. Mm-mm. But I will eat it. Mm-mm. Well, I won't. No, thank you. Nope, not tricking me. Um. Well, I guess you'll be going by yourself because ain't no goddamn way. Uh. All right. You don't want to go to the French restaurant with me? Not for no escargot. Absolutely not. 
Oh, so you 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 come for the French soup? First of all, you are expensive to date. <laughs> Apparently, you, I am. You like to drink four drinks before we even get the appetizers. And I checked the last time I checked the bruvs overseas. I do with the podcast. That's terrible. I, mm-hmm. Okay, I've been getting hoodwinked this whole time, thinking that's normal. <laughs> I do. You try to break my pockets. I had to. I had to call my bruv for a buck for a bill fifty to see if he could help me out. You did. Mm-hmm. Sydney says you niggas are hilarious. Number one, number two. Neek upgraded us to a thruple. Sent her a little something with Karen in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Three. I started listening to the show somewhere around twenty-seven, and now I'm thirty-three. The impact that your voices have made in my life, uh, specifically, are immeasurable. Immeasurable. Oh. Both of your both of your ability to analyze and critique social media is masterful. The intention that you move with is admirable. So when I say at the time that it was truly that deep, yeah, because she she told me you the only straight man podcast I listen to. Don't let me down, nigga. I was like, oh god, <laughs> oh no. shit, don't let me down. Oh, I'm so sorry. I I, I don't. I, I want to apologize. I didn't do nothing, but I just want to well, apologize like in advance. I'm I, human. I know I'm a fuck up. I'm just yeah. let you know. I, I'm, I'm human. Gonna I'm up. definitely gonna make some mistake. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna agree with everything we say. We talked way too much for that, don't we? Know. And I would hate for you to hate me because I fucked up one day. But hey, look, we've been riding strong, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, nigga, I was rooting for you. Insert Atlanta clip. <laughs> Actually, I could insert a couple clips here. Uh, first of all, of course, uh, you got the don't let me down. Keep holding it down, my nigga. <laughs> don't let me down, man. If you let me down, I don't know what I'd do. And of course, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? That's what I was, that's the <laughs> anxiety I was living with at the time. Um, but honestly, I, I over time, though, I, I, that kind of stuff doesn't even bother me anymore. It used to, like, because I don't want, that's the thing, I don't want to let people down. That's right. a big part of my personality. It's a big part of, like, my anxiety and hang-ups about stuff. But, you know, shout out to, like, therapy and, and my own self-work and stuff. I've been able to let that go and not in a, I'm trying to let people down, but in a like, listen, other people's expectations aren't your burden. Mm-mm. And I feel like the people that invested in me, that taught me, that showed me through examples of what to do and what not to do, their faith in me and their uh and their impact on me, I believe in that shit. And so I, I'm like, I'm the sum of that. So I'm not so worried about that. If someone tells me that, I, as long as I live up to my own values and my own self, I'll be fine. And most people are gonna be able to understand that. So, yeah. But at the time, I was, I was like, oh God, I don't want to let this sister down. I want all y'all to be happy. <laughs> uh, I was, it was all on your shoulders. But here I am, years later, and now you share the weight with Michael Harriet. Uh, love y'all, Sid. Thank you, Sid. Thank you. And good luck to Mike. Okay, I don't know that nigga. Okay, he do he want to. I just know my shit. Okay, if he fuck up, burn him, sis. Burn it to the ground. Oh no! I got the gasoline and the torch. Okay, he better stay on point. <laughs> I'm trying to fuck up other people's lives, not mine. Oh no! A Preston writes in. He says, "Can gay smell the glitter pole?" Uh, and then he also put P-O-L-E, Qualcomm, question mark. That's a good one. As an old, horny, married, podcasting, music-loving, homer sexual, I'll, con- 
I'll confirm we have the superpower. How did I miss that poll? Uh, <laughs> so y'all can smell the gay. I, I don't have it. That's all I'm saying. I can't smell it. So, uh, you know, uh, I I just take everybody's word for it. Okay. Um, <laughs> although the idea of smelling some the gay on somebody is hilarious if, if, it if she didn't know what the fuck she was talking about but it let for a second let's say she it worked the way she said the idea of smelling the gay on somebody has so many fucking funny ass like sketch comedy t- level hilarity to it you know like you go to like the republican convention and you start smelling it on these hateful bigoted motherfuckers like mm-hmm. okay okay <laughs> you know looking at him like larry david when he leans in like Mike Pence, like I just think the gay people need to do this, and you just okay, Mike. Okay, if you say so. You think you think you, you think they they groomers? That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not looking at you. I'm smelling you. Okay. Um, <laughs> go to, go on some uh, black dudes homophobic podcast. It smell gay up in here to me. It don't smell gay to y'all. Somebody in here. <laughs> Yeah, somebody's definitely gay up in here. I smell gay. Talking all this homophobic gay thoughts, bullshit. There's something gay happening in here. <laughs> um, yeah, you walk in the bathroom. Did something gay happen? Mm, it was gay in here a few minutes ago, right? Mm. Um, but yeah. Oh, thanks for the returns for the Walking Dead reviews. You and Karen are the best. Preston, aka Team Dro, forever, forever. Wow. Slang of Ages podcast. Thank you. Uh, Jew, Jew says hey rod as a white woman of color i had to send you this video which is an affront to the pumpkin spice team and now it is the homie ryan reynolds who i'm a big fan of i love ryan reynolds Mm -hmm. uh work um and it's a youtube video uh let's see if we can watch it together as a family Uh, it's nearly fall which means the entire universe will once again be losing its mind for pumpkin spice White woman, white woman with pumpkin spice, cinnamon, uh, drinking leaves in the fall, bursting off of trees. Okay. Not on my watch. Let's make a Negroni. First, take one part each of bitter red liqueur. And? So all this is just him using us to explain why he loves Negronis? Mm-mm. Nah, I'm not with this propaganda, Ryan Reynolds. You just lost a fucking fan, buddy. Guess we won't be seeing the next Deadpool. This guy. All right. Why are you lying? Uh, well, he better apologize. Mm-mm. You're gonna be right up in there, just with me drinking a Negroni. Uh, Republicans, men, and kimchi says John. <laughs> what, what? What? A what a title. Yeah. Good morning, Rod and Karen. The problem with the Republican Party is they don't believe in government. Full stop. Their voters have been brainwashed to believe that government is the problem and the solution is er- to every problem is eliminating all regulations and programs and then letting Elon Musk types magically make everything better. It's basically the ridiculous fantasy that Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand popularized with her shitty book, Atlas Shrugged. Nixon brought into it nixon brought it into the gop mainstream and then reagan really turned it into a gospel among republicans and libertarians sadly there has always been a significant chunk of voters who believe it and the media forever in search of a both sides narrative has helped add fuel to the fire now these idiots are almost entirely in the republican party and because of our shitty system which gives all the these low population arrows in rural bumfuck america multi-congressional districts republican candidates pretty much have to appease them 
if they want any chance of winning the Republican primary. Right. Yeah, the the one person no vote uh, book that I read a while ago, um, really good book. And one of the things it really illuminated was how the gerrymandering makes Republicans more radical because when there is no chance to lose to a Democrat, there's no reason to be moderate. There's no reason to appeal to the center. At this point, you you can only appeal to the people on the right and what's going to appeal to them, whoever's furthest right. And if that's racism, if that's bigotry, xenophobia, whatever, homophobia, transphobia, if that's what it takes, that's what people are going to do. And that's why you see some of these nut jobs in Congress who are like, I'm not here to govern. I won this by being like, fuck the government, fuck gay people, fuck black people, fuck uh, people not from America, fuck everybody. And I don't, I didn't have a single fucking policy I was talking about. Mm-hmm. I was just up here talking that shit. Right. And, and this is uh, the, what the Republicans have wrought. I don't know how we solve this problem because really at the end of the day, the problem is the voters. They are so convinced that black, brown people, women, and transgender kids are taking away their rights. And the only solution is to elect people like Jim Jordan. More moderate, sane Republicans have no chance in these districts, and there are a ton of these districts. That said, I'm slightly hardened by the clown show with McCarthy and the speakership mess because it at least shows there's some conflict within the Republican Party. This is why I was telling Karen Hunter a long time ago uh, when I first started coming on the show, we talked about Trump. I am I I understand the Democrats who are like Joe Biden's old blah blah blah. You don't like Joe Biden, I get it. You're you're amazing. But I for once maybe the first time since hmm maybe the first time ever. No, probably the first time since Clinton's second term. So okay. Uh I'm in the seat of the people that don't, I'm not worried about the fight on our side. Like, okay, so what are y'all going to do? Not vote for Joe Biden? Like, he's the incumbent. We're not going to run somebody else, despite how many white men that are probably going to vote Republican keep writing articles. Mm -hmm. So, for the first time, I'm actually just watching Republicans fight, and it's beautiful. Yeah, watch them fight it out right. Yeah. Because, yeah, that, yeah, nobody on our side, y- y'all going, yeah, y'all can cut the bullshit out. Nobody's going to run like the fuck. Like, y'all go be, time. y'all go be dis- dysfunctional. Yes, and fall out and have a clown car show and yeah. have debates in the top, and a top person fucking not even showing up. Yeah, y'all go look like idiots because I'm tired of our side being the one that's always kicking themselves, tripping themselves, falling over themselves to lose. You know, but you're not perfect. Fuck that. Like, no, y'all go be like, you're not perfectly bigoted enough. Cool. Good luck electing a new speaker. Assholes. Right. I don't know. I don't know how we go go through uh, or how we get through or find a viable solution, what it will look like. But Republicans fighting themselves is good for us, even though it will continue to make this a really difficult, harrowing time. Yeah. Uh, on the gender wars, I was one of those lonely guys who always wanted a girlfriend before a whole host of reasons, never had much luck finding them. I didn't have my first real girlfriend until I was 30. But looking back from a more mature and evolved place, I realized that most of the problem was me. I had a shitty, entitled, one-dimensional view of women, and why would any girl want to be with that? I had no interest in knowing women, understanding them, or really valuing them. Yeah, that's the main thing with all that shit. Almost every dude that does the gender wars like content type shit they they never they're not being honest in the first place which is they just want to fuck women right and they don't want to value they don't value the women they want to fuck them and 
because of that it leads to all the animosity and all this pontificating but it's such a simple caveman ass point of view that it all this flowery wearing suits and talking about whatever the fuck else alpha male you just want to fuck a lot of women and you want it to not be a problem you don't want to invest in them they're not looking for love and relationships even with these conversations it's like i would like to fuck this woman and she her having standards is making it difficult and i'm not even gonna go into that like women want to fuck too you just i'm a lot of women don't want to fuck too for people like they don't want to fuck people like that right so like it isn't just a matter of like women out here trying to fuck and y'all messing it up it's like no they they are gonna fuck people they just not gonna fuck you because you're a shitty person to be around who want to deal with that yes and uh shout out to you for coming to that realization because you have some men that never come to the realization that you have and they go through their whole life they get married get divorced all types of shit but that now no one period of time will they ever come back and look at themselves and was like shit i was the motherfucking problem yeah exactly um but i feel like it's necessary because if not you just a f- gonna be a 40 50 year old whatever however old you are you're just gonna be an incel ass motherfucker right and you still ain't gonna be getting no girls because ain't nobody stupid enough to, very few women stupid enough to fall for that and the second they realize they have they out uh so i can't really blame them for wanting nothing to do with me luckily i had a couple feminist girlfriends and eventually a w- wife who helped wake me up and the funny thing is now i feel like i would have no problem finding relationships if i went back in time and acted then the way i act now listening to respecting and caring about women actually would have helped me find what i was looking for who knew yeah and that's assuming you were looking for like a relationship i still think like a lot of people are looking for like transactional sex Mm -hmm. um and i think that's one of the problems with the gender wars dating discussions is that people are very they're they conflate things easily without being definitive and so sometimes they're talking about finding a relationship and a girlfriend and a wife and a da 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 and sometimes they're talking about fucking and they keep talking about them like they're interchangeable and to me they are not they're two different goals yes they are you know if you want to have a relationship with somebody it may include sex but it doesn't mean that sex should be the be all end all of that discussion but if you listen between the lines almost all the time when men are doing these relationship discussions they're just talking about having sex Mm -hmm. uh finally rod i just wanted to chime in on kimchi absolutely hate sauerkraut which is similar so it took me a while to fuck with kimchi but man i'm glad i did the thing with kimchi is that i'll never really love it on its own but when it's paired with savory spicy korean barbecue meats like brisket bulgogi chicken etc it is a perfect compliment. When I have uh, Korean barbecue, I literally will take a bite of delicious meat, then a bite of kimchi, and the combination is just heavenly. Much like sauerkraut works with hot dogs or corned beef. Kimchi fried rice is also another possible gateway approach you might want to try. And Koreans have a spicy tofu soup called Soon Dubu Jigai Jigai with pork belly that uses a bunch of kimchi but the kimchi serves as a roll more like onions in a soup so you get the flavor in less overwhelming fashion and eating it straight so now i kind of love kimchi and when we get korean barbecue it's one of the banchan side dishes that i absolutely have to have even though i was slow to get there thank yeah i talked about this on twitter i just can't get into it thanks for another great run of shows cheers stay safe john thank here's you. the problem john everything you mentioned i did i don't know bro here's but you know what's fucked up i'm not giving up on it 
I still will get the kimchi sometimes. I'll be like, maybe today's the day it's going to kick in. And then it don't kick in. I'll be like, why did I ruin my rice? What was I thinking? Rod, you stupid. You know you don't like this shit. But I do it I do it for love. Okay? I want to I want to enjoy it, you know? I've also tried the radishes. So we had I've that also soup? tried the cucumber cucumber. I have, yes. Okay. You can get them in like they come with um Korean fried chicken if you go to Bonchon. Like oh, I've tried all okay. this shit. Uh, go down to Soul Food. I, I love Soul Food. That's my, my one of my favorite places in to eat in Charlotte. But that motherfucker, they got kimchi uh, rice. They got kimchi chili. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I like, and I can tolerate. Like I can tolerate it, but I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? I haven't got to the point where I'm like kimchi and this chili is hitting. I'm always like, oh, the chili is cool, and they got kimchi in it, so I'll just you know sip around that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I I wish I could do it, y'all. I'm not giving up on myself. I'm not giving up on you either. All right. That's it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we're gonna have uh Brandon Collins and Justin Brown for Medium Popcorn. Medium as popcorn. our guest. It'll be at ten AM on a Sunday morning. It's so be early, y'all. You know, wake up and come hang out with us. And uh, that's it. Until next time. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.